your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. You can download the Spotify Green Room app and join me tonight at 7 p.m. to get in on the action. Spotify Green Room changing the way we talk sports. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we continue with our player evaluations. Today we will be evaluating Nico Sturm, Nick Benino, and Nick Bugstad to take a look at how they did this season. And the big questions we're going to try to answer is uh, what is the upside for Nico Sturm? Now that he has uh, a full season under his belt, uh, are we open to a reunion with Nick Bonino? And uh, is it best to mutually part ways with Nick Bugstad after his season as well? So plenty of items to get to here on today's show. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons exclusively covering the Minnesota Wilds. Happy Friday to you, June 18th, and uh, we've got a lot to get to here on today's Locked on Wild ahead of the weekend, so uh, let's dive in and get things started with uh, one of the more pleasant surprises on this Wild team this year, that of course being Nico Sturm, and Sturm in 50 games had 11 goals and 6 assists, 17 points, he was a plus 10 on the season, and uh, really after uh, getting eight total games the last two seasons, uh, Sturm finally getting his chance to uh, help the Wild uh, in a big way. And uh, he did not disappoint by being able to add that uh, game-breaking speed that he brings to the table. Uh, he also had uh, several opportunities to uh, put the puck in the net as well. Looking at some of the advanced stats for uh, Sturm, let's start off in the face-off circle, as uh, he was a center for most of the season, um, the back end of the season. Sturm was 69 and 65 in the face-off circle, a 51.5% face-off winning percentage, which, uh, considering some of the other options on this wild team, that is not bad. Uh, and uh, definitely has room to improve, to as we go. Looking at some of the uh, numbers, though, for Sturm, his Corsi 4 percentage uh, on the season, 40.4% in all situations, 44.8 in 5-on-5, 50.6 in 5-on-5 close, and 52.5 in 5-on-5 tied situations. So interesting that uh, Sturm's numbers in the uh, Corsi percentage Seemed to get better depending on uh, the situation, um, getting more and more clutch. So uh, interesting note from uh, Sturm's numbers uh, in that regard. His uh, on-ice goals four on the season with him on the ice was uh, 3.2. Uh, his on-ice goals allowed per 60 was 2.5, so a nice little split there. 1.2 goals per 60 minutes for Sturm in 50 games, which puts him up near the top of the uh, leaderboard uh, amongst the wild players. So that is something that we'll talk about here uh, in a little bit. And he also was at 1.9 points per 60 minutes uh, played. So 
there is uh, is certainly a huge question to be answered as to uh, what Sturm could bring to the table in an expanded role. Um, and uh, like I said, we'll get to that here in just a second. Some of the splits on Sturm's numbers. He had uh, pretty much an even split at home and on the road uh, in terms of points. His uh, favorite opponent to go up against was the Anaheim Ducks with four points in eight games and uh, zero points in the month of January. He then had three points in February on three goals, four points in March, nine points in April, uh, six points in April, I beg your pardon, with four goals and two assists in six games. And uh, favorite month uh, or favorite day of the week was Wednesday with four goals and three assists, eleven po- uh, seven points in 11 games. So just some interesting splits from Sturm's numbers. And if we just go by what we see with Nico Sturm, well, he's got some great speed first off, and that is something that the Wilds have been sorely lacking for a while. So being able to bring him in to, uh, to help even out the lines and to uh, bring a little bit more um, speed to the bottom end of the lineup has uh, has certainly been a welcome addition and he is a guy I think that uh, the Wild should try to do a little more with as he gets more comfortable in his career. Um I think you could make an argument depending on what the Wild do for the other two lines um below the uh Erickson Eck line and then of course the Kaprizov line you could make an argument that Sturm should be uh, hopped up to the third center, depending on what happens uh, with that fourth line. If the Wild bring up Marco Rossi and he plays on the fourth line just to kind of get his um, get his feet wet, so to speak. Also, I should say that uh, those line numbers are just totally arbitrary. Uh, it's just the line that uh, theoretically plays the least. But Sturm, I think, has shown enough that the Wild need to look at uh, giving him a little bit more of an expanded role next season, which I think that third center would be uh, would be a great spot to go. Honestly, just because I wanted to see it, I'd still like to see him paired up with Kirill Kaprizov to, uh, to see how that um, ends up playing out. And let's say the Wild do get um, a couple of centers to, uh, to help in their lineup. Then honestly... I would have no problem with uh, a line like Nico Sturm, Marco Rossi, and Matt Boldy. Um, I would have no problem with that. So there are certainly options for this team, uh, depending on what they do in free agency and otherwise. But I think it's safe to say that Sturm is, uh, is one of the guys that should factor into a bottom six role with this team. And uh, you give him an extended look next year. If he shows that he is uh, up to the challenge, well, you just keep adding to the workload until you find that happy medium um, to figure out where exactly uh, he is best suited. So a great season for Sturm, and I think it's safe to say we uh, we would like to see some more from him next year. And uh, if I know the Wild, I know we will get that opportunity too. So that's, uh, that's a look at Nico Sturm's 2020-2021 season. Next up, we will take a look at... Nick Bugstad, and uh, we'll see what happened with Bugstad's season and if we would like to see him return. That is next here on Locked on Wild. Continuing our player evaluations here on Locked on Wild as we navigate through the 
E of the Dennis system of the offseason, and we'll move to Nick Bugstad, uh, one of the offseason acquisitions for Bill Guerin to uh, try to help bring some veteran presence to this wild team. And Bugstad contributed six goals and 11 assists in 44 games, also had a goal in the playoffs. So seven goals, 11 assists, 18 points in 50 total games this season. Bugstad was a plus seven uh, on the year as well. Face-off circle for Bugstad, he went 125 and 145, so 46.3% from the face-off circle. And uh, for Bugstad, some of the uh, the other stats as well. Corsi 4 percentage of uh, 48.8 in all situations. In 5-on-5, five five, he was at 45.9. 5-on-5 five close and even 50%. And 5-on-5 uh, five five tied, he was at 52% on the season. So, uh, again, Bugstad's numbers better as the game wore on, uh, which I, I think speaks to what we saw from that fourth line, some very clutch moments from them uh, throughout the course of the season. And so with Bugstad coming off of an injury, expectations I think were low uh, for what he would contribute to this team. And, I mean... He did uh, He did certainly contribute on a lower level um, on the year. Had uh, his best month in March with seven points in 16 games. But other than that, three points in January, three points in February, two points in April. So uh, not a whole lot in the way of scoring, which with somebody uh, playing on that bottom line, that's that's kind of what you would expect. And... At uh, about 11 minutes, 50 seconds of ice time per game, um, not uh, not a whole lot in the way of opportunities um, on that bottom line for Bugstad. Honestly, I um, I wasn't super impressed with what we saw from Bugstad throughout the season, and so I think the most logical thing to do here is just to uh, to call it good um, after. A year you can let him walk in free agency, but I don't think that is an avenue that the Wild should uh, be looking to uh, pursue uh, to try to re-sign him to uh, to add him to that bottom line situation because we we've gone through it a few times before. But I'll just rehash. So you've got Kaprizov and Zuccarello and whoever they uh, they add in the center mix potentially there. You've got Greenway, Erickson Eck, and Felino. That line is intact. So your top two lines, you really only have one spot that uh, is potential to be upgraded. Third line, you have Kevin Fiala, and if Victor Rask is moved off of the top line, you've got Rask probably anchoring that line. Um, so then you've got Ryan Hartman as well. So that line's probably intact. You then have Nico Sturm on the bottom line. And uh, you've got Nick Bugstad, who we're talking about now, and uh, Nick Benino, who we'll talk about to finish off today's show. Those two could potentially be gone. So there's not really there's not really a whole lot in terms of areas to fill on this team. Also factor in the contract extension situation with Fiala Greenway, or Fiala Eriksonek, and Kaprizov. There's not going to be a whole lot of money on the table. I think this is just a situation where uh, the Wilds decide that it's best to not pursue 
a reunion with Bugstad. I'm, I would imagine that he would love to have the opportunity to come back, but what are you really getting with uh, a, a bigger player who just he just seemed kind of slow for most of the season and, uh, and didn't really contribute much of a burst when he was in the lineup. I mean, 6'6", and it seemed like he got bodied uh, more often than he bodied other players. So I think this, and this debate rages on in pretty much any sport. I think in these types of situations with a veteran that, uh, that doesn't really bring a whole lot to the table as opposed to a young player who might not um, hit a level that you'd like but at the same time could overachieve and could exceed expectations, I would much rather roll with the younger player uh, with the potential that they could do something that uh, that would surprise pleasantly as opposed to, well, we got a veteran that's going to give us you know six goals, ten assists. What's to say Matt Boldy couldn't come up and do that? Or any of the other young prospects that this wild team has? What's to say that one of them couldn't come up and give you I don't know, 10 goals, 12 goals. And then at that point, you're, uh, you're playing with house money. Whereas with, uh, with a player like Bugstad, you pretty much, what you see is what you get. So I'm of the belief that I think it just makes the most sense for Bugstad to um, depart and to head somewhere else via free agency and for the while to pursue other options to fill out the, uh, the rest of their roster. But that's just me. I mean, there there might be some that uh, that saw enough from Bugstad to say, yeah, I would love to see him come back. I uh, I would like to talk to people that uh, that are of that opinion. But um, at the same time, I think it's best to just move on there. Move on, like we said, with Marcus Johansson. Move on with Bugstad. Save that money. Use that towards uh, one of the extensions coming up, and uh, and go from there. So, Bugstad's season in review. Not uh, not super good. I mean, he had some nice moments, but I, I wasn't super impressed with uh, with what he brought to the table. And so I think it's best for Bugstead to just move on elsewhere. We will finish today talking about Nick Bonino, his season evaluation. That is next here on Locked on Wild. Oh, hey, I was just about to chomp into this delicious Built Bar. Wait, What? You don't know about Built Bar, those great tasting and amazing for you protein bars? Okay, here's here's the deal. Built Bar's got nine amazing flavors. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel as well. So there's a flavor for everybody. And if you're not super sure which flavor is right for you, grab the mixed box, which contains two each of every flavor. Best part about Built Bar is that they are packed with protein. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein, contain only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. A couple of other flavors have more protein, so there is plenty of protein packed into each Built Bar. So don't wait any longer. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Final player eval of the day today here on Locked on Wild. And as mentioned, we will hammer out the rest of these next week so we can then turn our full attention to free agency, the expansion draft, 
and the NHL draft as well. We'll get some draft profiles going. We will also have some guests on uh, to discuss all of those topics here as well. So one more week of this, and uh, we will then be done. And we'll keep going three a day. So uh, we'll we'll hammer out uh, three each. Um, I think we'll go to defense on Monday with uh, Jared Spurgeon, Matt Dumba, and uh, Ryan Suter. And then we'll go uh, the rest of the way until we've got everybody and a couple of uh, players who played on the, the roster this past year or maybe didn't, and we can expect to see them next year. So that's the plan through uh, next week. And then from there, we will turn our attention to free agent frenzy, the expansion draft, and the NHL draft as well. Nick Benino's 2020-2021 season resulted in 10 goals, 16 assists, 26 points in 55 games. Uh, it was an even zero in plus minus and um, had three power play goals, two power play assists, and two game-winning goals as well. Played uh, about 14 minutes, 51 seconds per game uh, on the ice. Some of Benino's other numbers, he was a 528 percent faceoff winner which was uh, almost a career high for Benino uh, 365 and 326 in the faceoff circle um, this past season and 56.3 uh, percent in five on five situations 209 and 162 he's at 56 percent even in five on five close situations at 108 and 85 five and five tied situations 52.6 percent from the faceoff circle at uh, 70 faceoff wins, 70, uh, 63 faceoff losses. So looking at some of the other numbers, his Corsi 4 percentage in all situations, 43.2. But again, we moved to 5-on-5. Five five, it was 41.9. 5-on-5 close, 45.2. And 5-on-5 uh, five five tied, 41.5%. So uh, the opposing teams controlling the puck... Uh, a little bit more frequently than uh, than the Bonino line did when he was out on the ice. On ice goals four per sixty minutes with Bonino on the ice was three point seven. So that uh, again one of the top numbers uh, on this wild team. On ice goals against per sixty minutes was three point two. His um, Goals per 60 minutes, 0.7 goals per 60 minutes, and his points per 60 minutes, 1.9. So uh, getting some good production from Benino, who uh, averaged 1.2 assists per 60 minutes as well. And honestly, like you look at what Benino brought to the table as, uh, as a veteran who uh, Bill Guerin targeted to help with this team, um, he did a great job. Benino did a great job, I thought, pretty much all season. And he was thrown into a bunch of different things that uh, I thought he really responded to, um, which was great. He he started off uh, on uh, one of the higher lines, was moved down to the fourth line, uh, responded there. He was added to the, uh, the power play and the penalty kill. Um, he responded there. And uh, he just he seemed like a guy who stepped up to every challenge that was thrown his way and uh, and was able to give the Wild some incredibly solid production uh, in pretty much any situation that he was put into. I mentioned when he was uh, was put on the top power play unit, that power play took off 
from the point that he was uh, was put on it. And uh, a big reason why was Benino was a nice centering, uh, steadying presence for the Wild uh, on that top power play unit. And he did just a ton of great things to the point where of all the players who are unrestricted free agents, um, I would put him at the top of my list in terms of priorities to re-sign because I think if you were looking for somebody who can offer up that veteran leadership but also a ton of versatility and, uh, and just a great job of, uh, of getting things done, I think Benino is the, uh, the top of the list. I mean, Ian Cole certainly is uh, probably next on the list. He'd be, he would be top on a lot of players' lists, I would imagine. But Benino and Cole at the top of that list, just because I think Benino perfectly captured what the Wild were looking for uh, in a veteran leader. So I, I thought he had a, uh, a really solid season to the point that uh, I'd like to see him get another opportunity to further his uh, Wild career after uh, what we saw in his first season in a Wild sweater. So would we like to see Benino back? Of course. Obviously, the biggest question in that happening is going to be what the money looks like, what money is left um, for any of those types of moves. Uh, that's, uh, that's the biggest question, and uh, Bill Guerin's going to have to do some figuring to uh, try to make that happen. So Bonino's season, uh, a definite success, and uh, I'd like to see him back, and hopefully we're talking about him next season here on uh, Locked on Wild. I think that's going to do it for today's episode. We threw uh, a lot at you here with these player evals, trying to kind of truncate them a little bit. Uh, And so, as I mentioned, we will do those again next week, and then we'll be done, and then it'll be full off-season speculation mode with free agency, the expansion draft, and the NHL draft as well. We uh, also will be on the uh, Spotify Green Room tonight at 7 p.m., so look for the link to be able to join, and we'll talk Wild Offseason. We'll talk Loki Episode 2. We'll talk crazy food takes, whatever you feel like chatting about. Uh, you can find it on the Spotify Green Room app. Just look on Twitter for, uh, for the invitation to join and uh, we will go from there. Make sure, if you are not already, to follow the other Locked On Minnesota shows, which include Locked On Golden Gophers, Locked On Twins, Locked On Vikings, and Locked On Wolves. Make sure to give them a follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to follow Locked On Wild as well, both on Twitter and Facebook, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Seth Topes. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy the, uh, the weather outside. And uh, we will be back with you on Monday with a brand new edition of Locked on Wild.